0: What's up guys, this is Rich Tavishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What's up guys, this is Rich Tavishan, host of The Rich Life. On this episode, we're going to be talking about what not to do when you're trying to make a sale, 101, okay? And this is going to be like a, an anecdote, so basically, it's kind of give you an idea, um i'm a really big fan of cycling so i like to ride bikes and i'm you know as you all know i'm i'm very active in terms of the health and the core values and the rich life and so one of the bikes that i have is an older probably from the 70s my father gave it to me and i love the bike and the first time he gave it to me um was you know i actually wound up riding it on um this very long street with a lot of traffic and I was riding pretty fast with a friend of mine and a car came out of nowhere and just like quickly swerved into the um into the uh plaza that I was passing and I just for some reason my reactions didn't catch up so I just come I like full speed I just like t-boned this car and luckily I was fine I bounced off the car and I was you know physically fine no scratches I wasn't you know I didn't hit my head nothing like that but um, I peeled myself off the floor and the whole front end of this bicycle was just completely mangled now mind you this was like I don't know maybe ten years ago uh, maybe like eight to ten years ago I can't remember exactly when but the whole front end was completely mangled anyway to make a long story longer uh, as my dad would say, basically I took the bike in, you know, I, I gave it to my dad. He, he, you know, he was a, um, used to work in a bike shop as a kid growing up. So he took the bike and fixed it. So he'd the front end as much as he could, because a lot of it was already, you know, you know, messed up as much as you could, you know, as much as possible. Like the front end was completely mangled and just like shoved in inwards. So he did the best that he could to try to fix it and make it rideable again and then he said he gave it back to me so I started riding it again anyway fast forward 8 to 10 years and I wanted to you know bring it in for a tune up because I I heard like some of the sounds you know there were some weird sounds on the chain and just little things like that so I wanted to bring it into a local bicycle shop and I'm not going to say the name but brought it into a bicycle shop and the interesting thing happened so they start talking to me about how you know the tune-up cost this much money and, you know, maybe you might need a, a new chain, a new cable for the brakes and all this stuff. So I was like, fine, I'm, I'm willing to be flexible and spend whatever it takes to get this bike tuned up and, and, you know, corrected and all these little things here and there. So I'm getting all excited and like picking out a new, you know, picking out a new um, uh, new seat for it, like telling me about, all the, you know, how to upgrade to a new seat and why I should do this so I'm like, I'm ready to buy. Like, I'm so pumped, like, in the zone, ready to buy, signing the dotted line. And then one of the mechanics comes over and says, what's wrong with that? And I said, what do you mean? He looks at it, he points it, he's like, you know, the front end is a completely, you know, um, bashed in. And I said, yeah, I explained to him the story that I just mentioned to you guys. And he was like, oh, I can't work on that. That's not, you know, that's not something I can work on. There's no way, da, da, da. And I'm like are you sure? Like, are you like, you know, you can't even like tune it up a little bit. He's like, no, 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 I, you know, with the damage that bad and, and all this stuff. And then he starts like saying, you know, it looks really bad. Like, you know, whoever tried to fix it, did a really bad job. And I'm like, okay, interesting. So as he's talking to me, my buying level goes way down, just completely drops. Right. And I get it. Like technically he didn't want to work on it. Maybe it was like too, too much of a hassle whatever but the point is guys when somebody comes into your you know comes in to buy something and they're ready to buy with literally no cap on how much i was going to spend like i was literally going to spend probably hundreds of dollars on a mere tune-up on my bicycle so that i so that it works better because of the little sounds that were happening and such this guy just like completely shut it down and um to the point where i was like oh okay cool so you don't like in my mind i'm like you know now i'm like a, a little bit offended right based on his reaction to looking at the bike and he's like oh huh, this is kind of funny can i take a picture now so he takes a photo of the bike and it, this is really bugging me by the way i want i want you guys to know this because still fresh in my memory he takes a photo and, he, and it's he's almost like ridiculing it now like, oh, yeah, you should put it up on, uh, you know, put it up on display. You know, I wouldn't ride that bike and da-da-da and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. So thanks. Appreciate it. And I just, like, grab my stuff and walk out. <laughs> and, like, if you're in sales, guys, that is the absolute worst thing you could do, right? The point is that you want to help people. So by ridiculing the bike and ridiculing the condition of it is not the best way to help a customer, right? Right? If you're in a business, the point is to help a customer, give them options, figure out a way that they can, you know, that you can help them. Like maybe, maybe he, you know, in his mind as a technical person, you know, his he immediately thinks like, okay, that's not gonna work, that's not gonna work. It's very black and white, right? However, the salesperson and maybe even the other experts that were, you know, giving you know feedback on the bicycle could be like, oh well, maybe, you know, we could do something about it or Maybe we can suggest this bicycle instead, or maybe we can do one or two things to tweak it so that it's in a better shape than it is now. But he immediately like shut down the whole sale. So it kind of turned me off. And I honestly didn't, don't even want to go back there again, quite frankly, because of the way that I was, I guess, treated, you know, as a customer. It's like, why would I ever want to go back to a place where you ridicule the property that i have or the you know you kind of talk down to the you know the bicycle that i have and you know maybe where is the opportunity where's the opportunity for it to be fixed or where's the opportunity for another sale to happen it's like completely gone out of my mind now so anyway i wanted to kind of share that quick story with you guys on how not to sell 101 like don't make your customer feel like an ass <laughs> like let's be honest they made me feel like such an ass and i went from like a really high positive, optimistic, you know, optimistic experience to like feeling like a complete idiot, quite frankly. And, uh, maybe they weren't, I know they weren't thinking to do that right away, but that's how I felt from that experience. And I'm probably never going to go back there again. So, um, yeah, don't do that guys. Like if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, the point is that you want to make your customers happy, not the opposite and not them, not to make them feel like crap. So wanted to share that experience with you guys hopefully takes some uh you know hopefully that story motivates some of you you know some of the folks that are salespeople, some of the folks that are in marketing uh in terms of what not to do when it comes to your customers okay anyway guys uh have a good one and take care Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life. Please remember to subscribe, share with a friend, leave a review, and reach out to me on Instagram at YoRichieRich or at RichSellsCHS.